All right, Marines, how are you guys doing? Yeah. Guys and gals doing? Okay, so today I have the privilege to talk to you about spiritual fitness. It's one of the pillars in the Marine Corps program on, on Marine total fitness. You know what we're made of, right? We're made of body, soul, and mind, mind and social, and spirit. Yes, they're, they're, those are all right. But I, th I like to think of it like this, bio, psycho, social, spiritual. There's actually four pillars. And SOCOM, or MARSOC, has uh, MPODIF. It's MARSOC, Preservation of the Force and Family, made up of four pillars. So the experts got together and they said, hey, what, what's a Marine made out of? And it's a physical performance. So they dumped a lot of money into getting uh, trainers, people for, for PT techs. You have uh, social performance, so we got social workers. You have uh, psychological performance, so we got psychologists and psychiatrists all for you. And then we dumped a lot of money into getting more chaplains into MARSOC, into the SOCOM community, all because of this whole concept of total fitness. Now, I, I don't care who you are, but if you're good in one area, but then you're not so good in another area, you're not totally fit. Like I, could, I couldn't care less if you bench 300 pounds and then you go home and, they, and then your wife hates you. Or, or if you're awesome at work and then you go home and your kids are like, I don't, I don't even know who that is. If someone's awesome at, at work and then they go home and they're off, then that means they are unfit. So what we want to do is produce people, train people so that there's total fitness. Does that make sense? Total fitness. Sometimes I hear people say like, well, I, I, don't, I don't care what he does in his personal life as long as he's performing here. Well, what's the problem with that? I heard an 05, right? I heard an 05 say, I'm not going to say where, I'm not going to say who he is, or, but, but I was sitting in a classroom in 05, we were having a discussion amongst all senior leaders. And this 05 says, he goes, well, I, I wouldn't care if my, if my PSD, if they're sleeping with prostitutes or if you know, they're, they're warriors, they're supposed to do that. And I, I look back, I'm like, dude, you are, you are off. That is, that is, that's not leadership. Uh, even when we go, how many of you de have deployed before? Okay, it's, it's no secret. We go to these ports, we go to the, ev everywhere we go, it seems like someone spills the beans on where we're going to be how many people are there, and all of a sudden all these prostitutes show up. If, if you've never deployed before, I'm prepping you for this. You're gonna, if you do a mew, or if you go to Southeast Asia, I, I've, been, I've done three mews. They're all pretty much the same. There is evil waiting for us. And this course is about ethical decision making and leadership. But you're gonna hear this. You're, you are gonna be so brainwashed with separating the, the different components of the person. You're going to hear this. You're going to say, oh, it doesn't matter, man. As long as you're good in the gym, then, then you're good to go. It doesn't matter what you do in your personal life. It doesn't matter what you're looking at on your phone. It doesn't matter how you're treating your wife. Now, I, I lost my ring. It, it fell off in the water like two days ago, so I need to buy a new one. But uh, you're going to get guys that go, hey, man, why don't you come, why don't you come roll with us? We're going out uh, you know, on, on deployment for liberty. And uh, here. Everybody throw their rings in this, in this cover right here. I've seen that. And then they go on to cheat on their wives. And, and then they go sleep with prostitutes. They're waiting. I saw, I saw a gunny stand before a formation. 
and he goes, hey, gents, you know, he's hands in his pockets. So he says, you can do this, this, and this, and get your this, this for $5 in Thailand. And everybody starts laughing, and I'm thinking, you're, you're, you're a poor leader. I said more than this, but I'm keeping it G-rated in here because it's Lance Corporal Ethics Seminar, you know. But uh, it matters. Now, I'm going to draw something for you up here because I, I want, if you, if you hear anything I say, I want you to get a picture of this tree in your mind. Okay, so I, I kind of need a stool to reach the top of this thing, but it's all good. It's all good. Right here. I'm also an artist. Check this out. This is a tree. Yeah. Oh man, unproportional. But there you go. That that's supposed to be a tree. Okay. Boom. And what you have in this tree are two realms. What you have up here is the physical realm. And what you have down here underground in a place where you can't see is called the mental. Yeah, you can go mental. You can go mental. Good spiritual. spiritual. So we'll go here. physical realm and the spiritual realm. Everything that happens in the physical realm is tied, inextricably linked to what's going on here in the spiritual realm. We do nothing up here that's not connected to here. Does that make sense? Everything is connected. Now you said your mind. I would put the mind right here. So here you have things, chemicals in your brain. There are There's things like... Um, dopamine in your brain, there's serotonin, there's endorphins, there's, there's, there's chemicals in your brain, physical things that you can actually put in a petri dish and see, oh, this is what's being produced by this person. Like every time your, your phone buzzes, you get a shot of dopamine that goes straight to your brain. You know why? She's like, oh man, I'm, I'm important. Like, look at this, where's my phone? I get my phone over here. So every time this sucker buzzes, does anybody know what this is? Phone. Yeah, baby, it's a, it's a brilliant phone. Smartphones are stupid. Anyways, so everything this thing buzzes, you go like, and it's causing uh, a dopamine rush to your brain. So this is the this is the this is still physical though, because you can see it. But there are things that happen in the spiritual world that you can't see, you can't taste it, you can't touch it, you can't smell it. Empirical data, you can't trace it. But this is as real as ever. So let's, let's play a game right now. Why don't we put up things on this tree? Let's just say this tree is a person, and you're going to populate this tree with things that we, as people, you as Marines and sailor, struggle with. Go ahead and throw it up there. How about this? This will make it easier. What do you think the person next to you is struggling with? And we'll just, we'll just confess their stuff and throw it on here. <laughs> what else? Okay, go. Shoot it up. Women. 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 Okay, so, so what, about, what about women? All right. What about women? Uh, like, I guess like what, what they look like. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so let, me, let me try to guess what you're saying. Let's just say like lust. Yeah. Lust? Okay, good. So we'll put that up here. Thank you. Thank you for being the brave and courageous first guy. Boom. And if you're being honest, I'll just speak on behalf of all the guys. You do this. This is what you've been taught. You've been doing this ever since, I don't know, 12, 13, when, you, when, when your voice started changing and you started noticing girls. And, and, then, and then you started thinking in your mind things that, that, well, see, I'm a dad. I got two daughters. 
things that, that like if I knew you were thinking, I'd probably kill you, you know? But it, hap it happens to us. So this is a real thing. What else? What else do we struggle with? Pride. Pride. There you go. And then when pride manifests, what does it look like when it's fleshed out? Yeah, sort of like walk with a swagger. You know, have you seen anybody with Lat syndrome? You know what Lat syndrome is? Like, like, I'm like, dude, what's wrong with your arms, bro? Like, yeah. So, so, okay. So let's just say, let me sum up what you said, Mr. G, with saying, uh, let's just say he's a jerk. That's a symptom. That's a symptom. If someone's arrogant, someone's walking around with swagger, someone thinks they're better than other people, Marines never think that, right? Never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many grunts in here? Okay, anyways, we won't go there. So if, if a person's a jerk, you might meet a couple of these. That's a symptom of a greater issue. What else? What else do we got? Low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. Okay, so I'm just going to thank you. You've been brave all day. I'm just going to put a little sad face there. Someone, who, someone who's just like, like uh, just walk around like this. And low self-esteem. That is a symptom of a greater issue. You see, you see the, you see the. Uh, there's a pattern here. What else? What else are we struggling with? Racism. Lost. Racism. There we go. Now we're hitting some good topics here. What is racism? Racism is the, is the ideology of you thinking that one race is superior to another. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is foolish in the end, right? Because. Because if this color thinks it's better than this color, like, what did you do, man? All you did was you came out of a womb. That's it. You just came out like that. You're born into your socio socioeconomic status. So people who think they're better, they are, that's a symptom. If you think you're better than someone else because of your color or your socioeconomic status, then that's a symptom of a greater issue. And I'm going to tell you what this is later. Go ahead. Uh, feminism, feminism, okay. So let's put that here. What what is that? What is that? Okay, so so let me help you out. So 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 if someone's uh if someone's a a a feminist that you're that what I think you're talking about, how are they acting right now? Say again. Sure. So what what are they what are they doing? What how are they acting? Maybe they're being a jerk about that. Maybe maybe they have something they want to propose to the world with they, when they pick it, but they're being a, a jerk about it. So I'm just going to link it to this. Yeah, go ahead. Hold on. Got the dope. My dopamine is going off. Hold on. All right. I'm going to sh shut that off. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Loss. Loss. So loss of a loved one. Sure. Okay. So so he said loss. And what does that look like when, when it becomes a struggle? Grief. So you, you lose something, yeah, you grieve because you lose something, and then what, what are the Depression. Depression, okay, so let's, that's good, thank you. Let me put this on silent here. Okay, so, so they're depressed. You know anybody that's depressed? Yeah. Boom. <laughs> yep, <laughs> depressed all the time. Okay, what else? Let's just let's keep going until this thing fills up. Wait, someone, someone, uh, someone who hasn't gone yet. Right there. Alcohol, substance abuse, drug abuse. I read all the sit reps, and it's amazing. We got 4,000 people in this camp. How many people get busted for drugs? 
how many people get busted for alcohol abuse, for drinking and driving, for, for all kinds of things that you know are unethical choices. What else? How about this? Domestic violence. How many married people we have in here? Okay. Talk to them about the reality of domestic violence. You, you'd have to be married to realize like, it sucks when you make it about you. It's the greatest thing in the world when you learn it's not about you. Marriage is the most horrible thing in the world if you're selfish. But if you learn the skill of dying to yourself and compromise, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing that will mature you. But those who are immature, they go to domestic violence. What else? What else? There's substance abuse, domestic violence. How about this? Sexual assault. I was on an LHD. It was like 12 years ago. And the Marines tied up this other Marine. They tied him to a pole and, and, and they stuck a broomstick up his... Rectum. Yes, rectum, yes. <laughs> trying to think of a good word. I mean, how does, that, how does this stuff happen? How does this stuff happen? I'm a dad. I have two sons. Maybe, maybe they, one wants to be in the military. Uh, man, that kind of stuff just... Oh. Every time I hear about hazing or, or one of you like saying what's happening to you and, I, and I, those of us in the regiment, especially Colonel Clark, all the way down, all the dads, we just, it, it's like almost personal because we see you as sons and daughters. You know? So we, we take it personal. But when it happens, the person who is abusing, the jerk, the person who thinks he's something when he's, when he's not. Like we used to have this term, I was at Fifth Marines like 13 years ago, and there was this thing, I don't know if they exist anymore, but it, it was... Anyways, it was like the E3.5. It was this person who, who thought he was better than someone else because he had done one deployment. Okay? Some people call that the one pump chump, but we're, we don't want to, you know, whatever. We don't make fun of people. But it was a person that was, it was a Lance Corporal standing at a parade rest for another one, which, which we, get, we get seniority, right? We get people who are, who are here up here with more experience and more knowledge that's valuable. And the new guys should respect that. But these guys took it to a whole new level. One of my Lance Corporals was doing a push-up on the ground. Another one kicked over a bucket of bleach. And that guy's lungs were damaged for the rest of his life. Got another guy that, that, that wrote on another guy's back with a K-bar. You know, these, these are all like, how does that stuff happen? What I'm saying in spiritual fitness and total fitness is that is just a symptom of a greater issue. That's just a symptom of a greater issue. So uh, I, I believe that there are seven core roots here. I'm not going to get into it. I, I have talks on this. I'm writing a book on this one day called The Tree Illustration. But if we don't know what's down here, roots just grow and fruits keep coming back. And we start swinging at fruits and they keep popping up. It'd be like being in an octagon and then you're fighting off lust. You're fighting off, dang it, why am I so addicted to porn? Why am I so, why do I treat my family like this? And the whole time these things keep coming and attacking you. And what's really going on is in the octagon, all these gates are open and they're just coming in. We're here, with, to bring it back to the tree illustration, these things will always pop up when we don't deal with the roots. When we don't deal with here. Another way to say spiritual, I would say it's the issue of the heart. 
Heart's not some squishy term that means, hey man, how's your heart? It's, it's an actual term that the ancient Greeks used. You know what a cardiologist is? What's a cardiologist? A heart doctor. Because the word cardio, I'm going to show you how, how, what I learned when I was in seminary. Cardia. In English, cardia. It means the heart. And when the Greeks used the word cardia, they're talking about the deepest part of your soul. The thinking capacity of your being. It's the part you can't, you, I couldn't tell you where your heart is on your body. I couldn't cut off your hand and say, well, I just cut off his heart. It's somewhere attached to us. We don't know where it is. Nobody knows where it is. But everybody has a heart, and it's the part that does the thinking for you. All the decisions you make, all the ethical or unethical decisions you make, is made in your, in your heart. And your heart sends the message to your mind and your brain and then your brain starts telling your hands what to do and what your mouth what to say and your feet where to walk. Does that make sense? So we talk about root cause analysis. If you really want to get, if the Navy and the Marine Corps and the DOD really want to get to the heart of these issues, it's an issue of the heart. The heart of every issue is an issue of the heart. So when we see what's going on in our heart, this is spiritual fitness, when you start getting, have you ever just been minding your own business and you get a thought just that's just so left field and you're like, dude, where did I get that thought? Why did I think that about my own family? Why did I think that about my own wife or my husband or, or whatever? Those random thoughts, I believe that's spiritual warfare. Now I'm a, I'm a chaplain. I'm a, I'm a Christian chaplain. I believe in demons and angels and I believe there's warfare going on. That's my personal view. You have yours? This is, this is what I believe. And it makes sense because I'll be minding my own business sometimes and I'll get, just get this random thought. I'll just get this random thought. And can I be honest? Sometimes it's something negative and bad about my own children or my own spouse. And I'll know, okay, I'm under attack right now. This is not good. So some, some four core roots here, okay? If you, if you are a note taker, this is valuable. If you want to just soak it in, that's good too. I have this stuff online. The first route down here is control. If you are a control freak, you'll be a pissed off person. All the people who suffer from road rage, they're really just control freaks. If, if, if you think the world, if you want to control everybody around you, and, and then you're going to be driving like this, like, hey, you idiot. You know, like I've seen people like, there's one guy that was, that was tailgating me all the way to, to Mateo. And, well, he was telegating me on the freeway, and then we both exited, and I was like, oh, it's a Marine. Oh, heck yeah, this is going to get good. He tailgated me all the way to San Mateo gym. He parks. He was a guy that was fapped out to the gym, and I get out, and, and I, go, I go, dude, who, who, are you, who do you think you're following? Like, I could have been, been the general of the base, but that guy was a control freak. Wanted to, get on, wanted to get somewhere on time, and I'm driving the speed limit, wants the control. Uh, everybody in here in this room has been alive for at least 18 years. At least 18 years. That's enough time to, to experience some significant trauma. At an over-domineering, controlling parent, over-domineering, controlling sibling, boss, you name it. But when, when a person worships control, it's going to manifest in all kinds of behavior.
Those guys you married, if, you, if, you're, if your wife or your husband is trying to control you, how does that feel? If you're trying to control your spouse, you're going to be miserable. When you learn to let go, let go of this thing, this root, life gets so much easier because you're not fighting all the way. Here's uh, approval. Control, approval. Approval is this. Well, if I do this, then those people will like me. And if I start doing this, then I'll get their approval. It happens all the time. It's called peer pressure. You knew it in, in high school and in elementary school, it's peer pressure. It's the same thing. I call it same poop, different scoop. It doesn't matter how senior you get, people are tempted to do things to get the approval of others. I'm going I'm to start whatever. And on, on deployment, there's always a guy loses his virginity on his first deployment to a prostitute. And everybody thinks it's funny. But it's sad because it's, it's illegal. It's trafficking in persons. These, these are human beings. You will be tempted in that area. And I want you to reach out. Come talk to me before those things happen. Let, let, me, let me know. Hey, I'm going through this kind of temptation on this deployment. What's going on? It's approval. Control, approval. Uh, how about power? Power. When someone worships power, it's called power lust. They always have to get in the last word and be right. You ever any anybody like that? Always got to be right. That's a power issue. Rape. Rape. What's rape about when you get to the heart issue? Control. It's about control and it's about power. It's, 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 the experts will tell you. It's not about sex. That person's not after sex. It's a power thing. It's a control thing. At the expense of what? At a person being scarred for life. All because this person is worshiping this. Control, power. Um, how about this one? Comfort. This one is a big one. and it, the, the, the more senior you get in rank, the worse it will get. Comfort is, no, I'm not doing that. Man, that will make me feel uncomfortable. Whether it's going to counseling, whether it's admitting what your struggles are, it seems like the higher people go up, the less struggles they want to show that they have. Now, I've learned the exact opposite. I'll tell you, if we sat down for a cup of coffee, if they ever opened up a coffee shop again because of this COVID thing, I would tell you my whole story. I got no fear. I got no fear. I'll tell you exactly what I'm struggling with. If we're friends, you get to know everything about me because I've given up comfort a long time ago. But people who protect themselves, make, I don't want it. It's like the, remember being in junior high in the locker room and everybody's talking about uh, what they're experiencing, going through puberty. They're, they're experiencing their sexuality and they're, they're talking about what they, what they do in their room. You know what I'm talking about? And then there's someone who's like, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. Because they're not comfortable yet in their own skin. You know what I'm saying? But as you get older, you, you would, hopefully in your wisdom, you start giving this up and you start saying things like this. I would, I would love for a, for a SAR major to stand up before uh, a formation and say, you know what? I signed up for counseling last week because my wife and I are going through some struggles. And I encourage you to do it too. I encourage you to go to a credo retreat. I encourage you to go to MCCS or, or uh, Flea and Family and just walk in the room and get some counseling. That's not comfortable, but it's got to be done. And if it stays there, it manifests. Uh, there's, there's a root of deception right over here. Deception means that, well, what does deception mean? Uh, sure. It means you're believing a lie. It's an illusion. Yeah, an illusion. That's great. Control is an illusion. So when you start believing lies, 
when you start when you believe a lie, like you need to do something to be cool, or you need to you need to smoke this to have a good time, or you believe a lie, it manifests into all kinds of poor behavior. There is here as uh, rebellion. Rebellion is just there's something you feel it, it's it's deep in your heart, it's deep in your gut, but just the the tendency to want to just you see a, you see a rule and you just want to break it. Anybody? Come on. How about the 15 miles an hour down here when you hit the dip and you go down like through SOI? I'm always like, uh, maybe I can go 16, maybe 17. No, that's the root of rebellion. That's the root of rebellion. And then and then here's the love of money, right? If you if you know if you've ever read the Bible, there's there's a verse that says that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. evil. So and you don't have to be a scholar to realize that that's the truth. If a person loves money, they will step on you to get what they need. Drug addicts, they need their money, so they're going to steal from their own family to get it to, to whatever get their high. So this is your life in spiritual fitness. Okay? A person who is spiritually fit looks like this. They're walking along, and like, man, dude, I really want to... Uh, I don't, I don't know. I can't even make up stuff right now. Like, uh, I really want to cheat on my girl. Yeah, there you go. There you go. What's going on in my heart? So uh, in spiritual fitness, you stop and you assess, what's going on in my heart? Man, this sounds like a, uh, an approval thing. Like, like the boy said, if I do this, then I'll be a, real, uh, I'll be a man. Or, or I believe the lie. And how do you kill a root? Any gardeners in here? Don't be ashamed. How do you? Yeah, you, who said that? You rip it out. What happens when you take a root and you rip it out and you throw it in the sun? What happens to that root? It dies. And then what happens to the fruit that was connected to that root? So I don't want you Marines to ever again start messing with that. It's like, man, I need to go to anger management. I don't like anger management. I don't want to manage anger. I want that sucker gone. I want to cut it off at the roots. I don't like anger management. I want to get to the bottom and realize, oh, the reason why I'm so pissed off all the time is I'm a control freak. I'm a control freak. I try to control my kids. I'm trying to control my wife. I'm trying to control the way my boss talks to me. That's why I'm pissed off all the time. That's why I'm angry. So you kill a root, right, by ripping it out of the ground. But spiritually, how do you, how do you rip this out of the ground when you can't even, you can't grab it physically? How do you pull it out? Working it over time, that's true. Say again. So you kill where it grows. You kill where it grows, and then and then where is it growing? In your heart. So here's how you rip out. Here's how you expose the root. It has to come out of your heart, out of your mouth. It has to come out of. You have to say it. You have to say it out loud. Otherwise, it gains power. You know where Terry Crews is? Terry Crews, right? Old Spice, white chicks. Have you seen the movie White Chicks? It's wrong if you haven't seen White Chicks. It's awesome. Okay, so Terry Crews has a video. You can look this up later on your phones. Terry Crews has a video called My Dirty Little Secret. Have you seen this? Who's, who's seen this? Yeah, you saw this video? So he goes, he goes, he's in his car. He's like, hey, what's up, Facebook? Man, I had a secret this whole time, and I just want to come out. I get goosebumps thinking about this video. He goes, I've had a secret, and you know what? The longer you have a secret, it just gains power, man. It gains power the longer you have a secret. But I'm telling this to the whole world. I'm exposing this. He says, I just got out of rehab. I was, I was addicted to porn. And he almost lost his wife. 
and he goes, I just got out of rehab because I was so addicted to the porn. I was almost threw up my, my whole marriage. As soon as he did that, as soon as he did that, he exposed his root of deception, rebellion against his marriage. Uh, he exposed comfort. He exposed power, approval, and control. All in one little recording. Guess what started to happen to his porn problem? Gone. And now he travels the world with Rebecca, his wife, and he speaks at different men's events about overcoming porn addiction. And right now, everybody's like, oh, well, what's, wrong with, what's wrong with porn? What's wrong? It's, it's a deception that people are commodities to be played with. It's a deception that people are less than human. This is how bad things happen. That's, that's what's behind racism, is thinking that someone is less human than they really are when, when everybody's the same. Everybody's the same. So, so a person who's spiritually fit, okay, looks like this. I'm experiencing this control in my heart. I've got to tell somebody. So if you, if you and I were friends, I'd be like, Diaz, bro, man, I really want to, my, my wife said this, and I just want to, man. And then Diaz, as a good friend, would say, so, so Ryan, so is it control again? Is it control? You're trying to control your wife again? I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, dang, man. Thanks for reminding me. You know what? I'm not going to control her anymore. And I hang up the phone. I shoot him a text like, bro, thank you, man. You helped me. You helped me with that problem. Some guy's on deployment. He's like, man, dude, I really want, I really want to. The CEO says, don't do this, but I really want to do it. And then Morales would, hey, hey, man. Dude, what's going on in your heart? Well, I really, I really want to do this. Well, search your heart, man. What's, what's going on? Do you have a rebellious heart? And I'm like, yeah, I do. So what do you think I should do? You think I should sleep with that prostitute on, on deployment? And we're also like, that's a heart issue, bro. And then I'd be, I, it, since it came out, now I can find freedom. But the more we go like, mm, I'm, not, I'm not telling anybody about this, it festers and it grows and it grows. You know how many guys and gals I've had in my office that says, I slept with a prostitute on deployment. Doc told me it takes 90 days for the HIV test to come back. And we go back in 30 days. Chaps, what should I do? What do you think I say? And you always confess that. You always confess that. But what some jerk will tell you is, no, nah, you don't want to do that. That's selfish. You don't want to tell your wife that. That's selfish. And I tell everybody who's married, Go fully in. You have to fully disclose. But I, I told this to a chaplain one time. He goes, no, Ryan, if I tell my wife everything that I've done, then she'll leave me. And I'm like, then do it. It's better than living in a lie. This, this was a commander. This is an O5 chaplain coming to me like, if I tell my wife, it's going to be over. And I'm coming back and saying, do it. And I was an O3 at the time. I was like, you got to do it. And I'll help you. I will hold your hand literally and walk you Walk this thing along. But this is what it means to be spiritually fit. I, I can go on and on and on. This stuff is, is like written on my heart. But as we send you off into your journey, as you continue in the fleet, and as you rise up in rank, a, a Marine who, is, who has total fitness, spiritual fitness, is a person that's practicing confession. I'm not talking about knocking on a door and confessing to a Catholic priest. We have a Catholic priest here in 2-1. Anybody 2-1? Sure. You have an awesome chaplain. I'm not talking about that kind of confession. I'm talking about making a daily practice of like, oh my gosh, I'm a control freak. Oh my gosh, 
I'm a power, I'm a power freak. Oh my gosh, I'm so vain. I've, I believe the lie that, that, that I'm better than somebody because my color of my skin, man. The, the more you practice confession, this stuff starts falling off the tree. I think, I'm, I think I could, I could, I've been beating that dead horse, preaching to the choir there. That concludes my presentation on spiritual fitness. Any questions for me? Thank you so much for your attention. It's an honor and a privilege to speak to you about spiritual fitness. Thanks, Marines. Sure.